0: tickling him with the fingers. Hundred and twenty-seven, Tipitaka, Part sixty-four, in which I will begin with reciting Pakitiya fifty-one. <clears throat> uh, real quick before we get started, uh, a, a good friend of mine, dear friend, long-time friend, uh, I spoke to uh, recently, and he said, "You know, every one of your Buddhist books podcasts have so much traffic noise in the background." Yes. Yes, I know. I I live in New Delhi and I don't have a sound studio, Um, but I thought it might be a good time to review Chikung Chikung Philosophy. Philosophy. Now, for those who are new and have not heard me ramble on about this before, this was a concept which was developed by a four-year-old Edward Reeb, as you can see there uh, with his dad. My dad, it was me. Um, so my dad would meditate and say, oh, and I would hear this. And then if there was some noise, neighbors mowing their lawn, a big truck going by, an airplane, a helicopter, whatever it was, he'd say, God damn it. And uh, yeah, he was, he, he was always looking for that perfect silence in which he could do his Buddhist meditation. Um, so in my three, four-year-old brain, I thought a better idea instead of this om would be chikung," which would uh, go along with the sound of the airplane, the sound of the garbage truck, the sound of the lawnmower. And so then whenever I would hear any kind of industrial noise or this kind of, you know, what would be considered noise pollution, I would sit down in meditation and say chukung. So, uh, so if you're the sort of person who perhaps might hear this and think, oh, yeah, I'm really getting into this Buddhist meditation right now, but on the other hand, might hear this and think, oh, all this unnatural, post-industrial, urban noise pollution is distracting me from my Buddhist meditation. Um, I I might point out that, uh, isn't that a little silly? Who says that that has to distract you from your meditation? It's the sound of our world. It's the sound, just like in the old days, people might say, listen to the sound of the river. Well, I say, Listen to the sound of the honking. They're not honking right now. Ah, there's one. All right, enough about that. That's your, uh, that's your weekly dose of Chukam philosophy. Our special guest today is Vajrasattva. Now, he hails from as far back as the Mahayana, but is also uh, very much present in Vajrayana. Most of the bodhisattvas from Mahayana found their way into Vajrayana, but then they added more. Um, So, he's uh, usually, just to put simply, he's usually associated with uh, being the devout student who follows his master's instructions, follows the guru's instructions, and in the end, he attains mastery. So, may we all be like Vajrasattva whether we're following a guru or, like me, uh, seeking to follow the, uh, the guru, Lord Buddha, by way of his written teachings. See? Kind of doing the same, same thing, a little bit, kind of. Yeah, there we go. All right, enough about that. So, uh, Welcome, Vajrasattva. Oh, and in the uh, diamond mandala, he is uh, depicted sitting in the realm of Akshobhya. And those who've been paying very close attention will note that that is not Akshobhya. That is, in fact, Lord Buddha, Shakyamuni Buddha, previously known as Siddhartha Gautama, with blue skin. You can tell because he's not holding a doorja, but he's holding a begging bowl, but he's doing that. All right. Welcome back, Vashra Wasn't that fun? Um, for those of you who uh, this is the first time you've ever seen my face or heard my voice, go ahead and click here. Talking to the people on YouTube, specifically. That will take you to the Teepee Talka playlist. Go ahead and start with episode one. Better place to start, rather than 64. Happy eight squared. 64 is never mind. Uh, eight squared. All right. So I will go ahead and uh, and get to the reading, shall I? All right. Let's do it. Wait a minute. How come there's no candle on the altar behind me? That's better. All right. Expiation. Pachytia. 51. Or L-I. Lee? No. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was touring for alms in the Setia... C-E-T-I-Y-A. I'm used to pronouncing C with an S sound. If it has an E after it, correct me if I'm wrong. See there it is. Ah Chakong. In the Setia country, set out for Bada Not Bhagavadita, Bhada Vatika. Cow herds, goat herds, yeomen. Y-E-O-M-E-N. That probably means something, right? Uh, Yeomen farmers. Oh, people who farm yeomen. Right. Obviously. Um, Travelers saw the Lord coming from afar, and seeing him, they spoke thus to the Lord. Quote, Do not, Lord, let the Lord go to Ambatita. Lord, in Ambatita, a serpent lives in a matted-haired ascetic's hermitage. He has psychic potency. He is a terribly venomous snake. Do not let him hurt the Lord." Quote. When they had spoken thus, the Lord became silent. And a second time, three dots, they repeated themselves. And a third time, cowards, goatherds, yeomen farmers, travelers spoke thus to the Lord, Quote, do not, Lord, let the Lord go to Ambatita. Three dots. Do not let him hurt the Lord. and quote. Miss Horner does not tolerate people repeating themselves. Anyway, and a third time, the Lord became silent. Then the Lord, touring for alms in the course of time, arrived at Badavatika. The Lord stayed there at Badavatika. Then the venerable Sagata approached the hermitage of the matted hair ascetic of Ambatita, and having approached, entered the fire room. Having made ready the grass mat, he sat down cross-legged, the back erect having caused mindfulness to be present in front of him. Then that serpent, seeing that venerable Sagata had entered, had bad at heart, the serpent, right, blew forth smoke, and the venerable Sagata blew forth smoke. Then that serpent, not conquering anger, blazed up. And the venerable Sagata, having attained to the condition of heat, blazed up. That's just, it that seems appropriate. All right. Then the venerable Sagata, having mastered by heat that serpent's heat, approached Badavatika. Then the Lord, having stayed at Bhagavati, Badavatika for a long time, for as long as he found suitable, departed on alms tour in Kosambi. Lay followers of Kosambi heard, quote, They say that Master Sagata came into conflict with the serpent of Ambatita, Then the Lord, touring for alms, in the course of time arrived at Kosambi. Then the lay followers of Kosambi, having met the Lord, approached the venerable sagata having approached having greeted the venerable sagata they stood at a respectful distance as they were standing at a respectful distance the lay followers of kosamba spoke thus to the venerable sagata quote, "honored sir what is hard for the masters to obtain and liked parentheses by them okay and parentheses, what may we give what is hard to obtain and liked by them? Okay, that makes sense. End quote. When they had spoken thus, the group of six monks spoke thus to the lay followers of Kosambi. We all know them. They don't need to come out. It get too crowded. Quote, there is, your reverences, a spirituous liquor called White Spirits. Footnote says, the finest fermented liquor, among other things. All right. It is hard for the monks to obtain, and liked, parentheses by them, and parentheses. Give that. End quote. Then the lay followers of Kosambi, having given the spirituous liquor, white spirits, in house after house, seeing that the venerable Sagata had entered for alms food, spoke thus to the venerable Sagata, Honored sir, let master Sagata drink the spirituous liquor, white spirits. Honored sir, let master Sagata drink the spirituous liquor, white spirits. End quote. It's written twice. Uh, Then the venerable Sagata, having drunk the spirituous liquor, white spirits, in house after house, as he was departing... There it is. Oh, nice. Uh, As he was departing from the the town, fell down at the town gate. Then the Lord, departing from the town with a great company of monks, saw the venerable Sagata fallen down at the town gate. Seeing him, he addressed the monks, saying... Quote, MONKS, TAKE UP SAGATA, End quote. QUOTE, YES, LORD, END QUOTE, AND THESE MONKS, HAVING ANSWERED THE LORD, having led, HAVING LED THE VENERABLE SAGATA TO THE MONASTERY, MADE HIM LIE DOWN WITH HIS HEAD TOWARDS THE LORD, THEN THE VENERABLE SAGATA, HAVING TURNED ROUND, WENT TO SLEEP WITH HIS FEET TOWARDS THE LORD, Sidebar, it might not be obvious, but uh, that's disrespectful When if you have your feet pointed, if you lay down or sit down with your feet pointed toward the guru. Very disrespectful. All right. Then the Lord addressed the monks, saying, quote, monks, Formerly was not Sagata respectful, deferential toward the Tathagata? End quote. Quote, yes, Lord. End quote. Quote, but monks, is, Sagat, is Sagata respectful, deferential towards the Tathagata now? End quote. Quote, no, Lord. End quote. Quote, monks, did not Sagata come into conflict with the serpent of Amitita? Ambitita, end quote. Quote, yes, Lord. End quote. quote. but monks, is Sagata able to come into conflict with the serpent of ambitita. Tita now, ambatita now, and quote, quote, no Lord, end quote, quote, but monks, could he become unconscious, having drunk that which he may be drunk? Those are the words, and quote, quote, no Lord, and quote, could he become unconscious, having drunk that which may be drunk? Maybe that means like non-alcoholic things. I don't know. We'll see. No, Lord, monks, is it not fitting for sagata? Is it, it? It is not fitting. It's not a question. It's a statement. Monks, it is not fitting for sagata. It is not becoming. It is not suitable. It is not worthy of a recluse. It is not allowable. It is not to be done. How, monks, can sagata drink strong drink? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not yet, in parentheses, pleased. Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. In drinking fermented liquor and spirits, there is an offense of expiation. <laughs> The Padra Guru chant, Padma Sambhava thing. I just thought it would fit nicely there. Nice and dramatic. All right. Fermented liquor means, for those who don't know, it is, if it is fermented liquor from flour, fermented liquor from cakes, fermented liquor from cooked rice, if it is worked up yeast... If it is mixed with ingredients, spirits means... They didn't have potatoes back then, so vodka wasn't a thing. Uh, Spirits means... Or, you know, uh, agata plants, so tequila wasn't a thing. Agava, right? Spirits means if it is an extract from flowers, an extract from fruits, an extract from honey, an an extract from sugar... Rum, right? Yeah. Uh, If it is mixed with ingredients, should drink means if he drinks even (parentheses) as much as (and parentheses) with a blade of grass, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that it is strong drink when it is strong drink (parentheses) and close parentheses drinks it, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is strong drink, three dots, if he thinks that it is not strong drink when it is strong drink, parentheses and, close parentheses, drinks it, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that it is strong drink when it is not strong drink, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not strong drink, There is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is not strong drink when it is not strong drink, there is no offense. There is no offense if he drinks that which is not strong drink, though it comes to be the color of strong drink, the smell of strong drink, the taste of strong drink, if it is in a concoction of broth, in a concoction of meat— in a concoction of oil, in molasses and emblic myrobolum, must be a 6th century BCE thing, if he drinks a distilled liquor that is not strong drink, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The first. Meaning, the 51st. <clears throat> so, I often mention on here that i'm not actually a monk, um, but sometimes people call me Lama and write to me and this kind of thing and you know uh someone asked me for advice, saying that he was he couldn't stop indulging in bad habits, and um you know i i I gave whatever advice I was able to give speaking generally, I've said, well, what is it, smoking cigarettes? And he said, drinking alcohol. And And so I shared with him, and I'll share with you, that there was a time back in my 20s, I'm 44 now, um, when I, too, uh, was in that habit of drinking too much and too often. Um, And uh, it was having negative impacts on my life. And one thing that was helpful to me, maybe not for everybody, but it's at least a place to start, is uh, called Alcoholics Anonymous. Now people in you know, the US and the UK are like, well, yeah, obviously. But um, people elsewhere, like this person that was writing to me was in Bhutan, and he wasn't aware of it. But there are uh, meetings in Bhutan as well. Um, you can search for it online. Uh, There's meetings in India as well, and especially in the major cities. There's basically meetings pretty much in whatever country you happen to be watching this from. Um, That is a very common affliction. Um, And uh, just in light of having just read this rule, I thought it would be appropriate, you know, rather than just feeling guilty and listening to this going, oh, no. You know, one thing about uh, that, I mean... It's a, it's a support group people meet who are all struggling with the same thing. And, uh, the support network helps them to get through it and to leave that habit behind completely. Um, one aspect of it, not the whole thing, but one aspect of it is, I think that especially when people, you know, it happens to people in all walks of life, but. There's various kinds of social institutions, some of them spiritual. Um, And, you know, uh, for people who don't have a strong social environment, maybe, uh, you know, the family environment is a little bit not friendly uh, or you know, at work or school. Um, You know, there's temples and churches and some of them are good, some of them less good. Uh, But what, what I think ends up happening is alcohol ends up taking the place of a religion or of a family. Partly because, especially for people who are kind of introverts and shy or maybe, you know, this kind of thing. uh, It loosens you up and it's a little bit more socially acceptable to, like, share too much, to say the wrong thing, to get upset or angry, to be emotional, to cry and make up and hug and say, oh, I love you, brother. Um, This kind of thing goes on in bars and uh, among people who, who who share that social interaction. And I think that's a big part, aside from the actual addiction to the substance or the addiction to the feeling it gives, um, a lot of it can be that. And so there's absolutely no shame whatsoever in going to Alcoholics Anonymous, contacting them, um, Attending a meeting or two, getting to know the people there at the meeting, and uh, maybe having a cup of coffee or two with one of them, or tea, whatever it is, water. And, uh, you know, it can help to, rather than going from... You know, I have all my friends. I know they're all being loud and crazy. It's Saturday night. I can hear them. I can hear the music from the bar maybe. Um, And here I am sitting alone because I'm trying not to drink. That can be really difficult. But if instead of doing that, you go to a meeting, you know, uh, that can really help to, to get you through it. And then you can live a longer life, better quality life, and be healthier, shinier in the face, Shinier in the heart, so I just thought I'd take a moment to talk a little bit about that because you know some of these rules are like you know don't do this and it's like all right all right you weren't supposed to do that but this this is this is this one's a little more serious. Um, so yeah, just that. All right, I won't harp too much about it, but uh, just wanted to give that friendly advice. There's other types of groups out there that are that aren't alcoholics anonymous that kind of serve the same role, the same function, but that's that one's very common and very well respected and that has a pretty relatively uh, a high rate of success if you stick with it, if you if you work it. It it works if you work it, right? That's what they say. Expiation. Pakitia 52. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anata Monastery. Now, at that time, the group of six monks... All right, all right, come on out. What are you guys up to now? Uh, The group of six monks made one of the group of 17 monks laugh by tickling him with the fingers... This monk, faint and unable to get his breath, died. That happens. Seen who framed Roger Rabbit? He laughed himself to death. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the group of six monks make a monk laugh by tickling him with the fingers? End quote. Don't do this with nuns either, I'm just saying three dots, quote, I mean, unless you want to, quote, is it true, as is said, that you monks three dots with your fingers, end quote, quote, it is true, it is true, Lord, end quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how can you, foolish men, Three dots with the fingers. It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, closed parentheses pleased. Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. In tickling with the fingers, there is an offense of expiation. Tickling with the fingers means... If one who is ordained, desiring to make laugh one who is ordained, rubs the body with the body, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that he is ordained when he is ordained, and in parentheses makes him laugh by tickling with the fingers, there is an offense of expiation. If he he is in doubt as to whether he is ordained, three dots, probably still an offense of expiation. I don't know, we have to guess because Miss Horner didn't want to translate it. Too much work. If he thinks that he is not ordained, when he is ordained, three dots, an offense of expiation. If he rubs something attached to the body, with his body, there's an offense of wrong. If he rubs the body with something attached to the body, three dots wrongdoing. If he rubs something attached to the body with something attached to the body, three dots wrongdoing. If he rubs the body with something that may be cast, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he rubs the if he rubs something attached to the body with something that. Maybe cast three dots, wrongdoing. Is it the same thing twice? Sounds like it, except for the three dots. Whatever was in the three dots was probably different. I guess we'll never know. I have to learn poly. All right. If he rubs something that may be cast with something that may be cast, there is an offense of wrongdoing. What? All right. If he rubs the body of one who is not ordained with the body, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Okay, okay. Uh, If he rubs the body of one who is not ordained with the body, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Oh, I just said that. If he rubs something attached to the body with the body, three dots... The body, with something attached to the body Something attached to the body with something attached to the body There were three dots back there, I skipped, sorry Three dots The body, with something that may be cast Three dots Something attached to the body, with something that may be cast Three dots Something that may be cast, with something that may be cast There is an offensive wrong If a body, meet a body, coming through the right That's a, a deep cut there Alright if he thinks that Catcher in the Rye, never mind. Uh, if he thinks that he is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. There is no offense if, not desiring laughter, he rubs him. Him is in parentheses. If there is something to be done, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, mad monks can tickle to their heart's content. All right, let's read one more. It's a short one, and then we'll close. Expiation. Oh, you guys. Expiation. Pakitia. 53. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anathapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the group of 17 monks were sporting in the water of the river Akhiravati. It's the group of 17 monks. see, it's sort of 17 in one, if you will. Oh, I will. All right. Now, at that time, King Pasanadi, the Kosalan, came to be on the upper story of the palace together with Queen Malika. Queen Malika, King Pasanadi, the Kosalan, saw the group of seventeen monks sporting in the water of the river, Ar. Siravati, or Akiravati, one of those. Seeing them, he spoke thus to Queen Malika, quote, Malika, those who are sporting in the water are men perfected, End quote. quote. undoubtedly, sire, a rule of training has not been laid down by the Lord, or these monks are not conversant, parentheses with it, close parentheses, End quote. Then it occurred to King Pasenadi, the Kosalin, quote, Is there not some device by which I would not speak to the Lord, but parentheses yet, close parentheses, the Lord would know that these monks sported in the water. End quote. Spurted? No, sported. Spurted would be uh, Sangha Decesa one if you know what I'm saying. Then King Pasenadi the Kosalan, having had the group of seventeen monks summoned, gave them a large sugar ball, saying, quote, "Honored sirs, give this sugar ball to the Lord." End quote. The group of seventeen monks, taking that sugar ball, approached the Lord, and having approached, they spoke thus to the Lord: quote, "Lord." King Pasanadi, the Kosalan gave this sugar ball to the Lord. End quote. Quote, but monks, where did you? Where did the king see you? End quote. Quote, Sporting in the water of the river Akhiravati, Lord, End quote. the Enlightened One, the Lord rebuked them, saying. Quote, how can you, foolish men, sport in the water? It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, close parentheses, pleased. Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. In playing in the water, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Well, that's strict. Playing in the water means, if desiring laughter, he immerses (parentheses the part) and (parentheses above the ankle) in water, or draws it out, or swims. There is an offense of expiation. All right. If he thinks that it is playing when it is playing in the water, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is playing in the water, three dots. If he thinks that it is not playing when it is playing in the water, there is an offense of expiation. If he sports in the water with parentheses the part, close parentheses below the ankle, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he sports with a boat, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Or a wave runner or bombardier. It's not a jet ski. Jet skis are made by Kawasaki. You stand up, it has the thing that goes up. Those are wave runners, bombardiers, and sea dudes. Get it right, everyone. Sorry. Unrelated. If he strikes the water with the hand, or with the foot, or with a stick, or with a sherd, there is an offensive of wrongdoing. If he sports with water in a bowl... Or with sour rice gruel, or with milk, or with buttermilk, or with dye stuff, or with urine, or with mud, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is playing when it is not playing in the water, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not playing in the water, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is not playing when it is not playing in the water, there is no offense. There is no offense if not desiring laughter, plunging into the water if there is something to be done, he immerses or draws out or swims. If going to the other side, he immerses or draws out or swims. If there are accidents... If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the third, meaning, of course, the 33rd. Well, these were interesting. So the first one was about drinking alcohol. The third one was about swimming. Do you remember the second one? Tickling. It's always more difficult to remember the one in the middle. Hmm. Well, surely when I edit this, I will remember and go. Okay, Uh, well, thank you for going on this ride with me. Thank you to the 17 monks and uh, to his majesty and to her majesty and to the six monks, especially this one, because he got shot by an arrow yesterday. And uh, special thanks to Vajrasattva for your presence here today. And special thanks to Pikachu for holding my coffee. I'll go ahead and close now. Airplane. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us, and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace.